0: welcome to match weekly i'm richie i'm peter and today we're talking about group h uh yes in group h what we want to talk about is uh will the changing of the guard in their forwards match that of diego forlan and the forwards of 2010 uh, when we're looking at ghana we're thinking well there's some- last-minute supercharge with these uh, late converts um, send Ghana way past expectations previous and of course looking at Portugal uh, will Cristiano Ronaldo be able to add the cherry on his Sunday of a legendary career or a cherry on that of a man uh, unwilling to admit he is in that of a midlife crisis Let's kick off. Peter, Group H. H is for having fun.
1: Having so much fun. This is actually the <laughs> only group that I don't think is fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> having no fun. No, I'm just kidding. It's it's going to be a fun group. <laughs> <laughs> I got it in early today. Oh, man. I'm um, really taking care of it. <laughs> it's, it's obviously the main narrative around this group is, um, you know, it's most likely Cristiano Ronaldo's Last World Cup, everybody's dreaming of that Argentina-Portugal final. Um, I don't know how realistic that is, but it it would be pretty cool (laughs) to see. Um, Yeah, absolutely. After that, you got Ghana, uh, a classically strong African team. You know, it seems like they're always in the World Cup. I say that, and now that I'm thinking about it, I think they missed the last World Cup. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <You're laughs> like, let me just check
0: myself before I wreck myself here. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. They, I, I just looked, they did miss the last World Cup. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined my credibility right away. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Immediately. This was,
0: this was point-counterpoint brought to you by <laughs> Peter Del Rey. <laughs>
1: um, then, you, you know, you have Uruguay, who is in the midst of a transformation from... You know, these older names that everybody knows, and Edison Cavani and Luis Suarez coming up with Darwin Nunez um, and the like, uh, then you have, you know, um, <laughs> South Korea were really all, all we're going to be looking at is son, right? We're going to see how is this whole, what was it, an orbital bone that he broke? Man, I don't know. Like, how's know. that going to impact? He has to mentioned. wear a mask. Yeah, he has yeah. to wear a mask because he broke his face. Um, how's that going to impact him in this World Cup? One thing that's really funny to me, uh, that I saw at least, mm-hmm. was Uruguay eliminated Portugal in the round of sixteen in 2018, two to one. Ooh. And you know, you got to think. Pro athletes have a very good memory. So you got to think to yourself does this Portugal team remember that and want revenge in that? What what game do they play against Uruguay? The second game, their second game they play against Uruguay. Are they going to want revenge? It, does it all depend on how the first game goes? Are we going to see an upset that, you know, lights a fire under one of these teams or whatnot? Um, but it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting shakeup to this group because you know, this is another group where I'm seeing like a lot of pundits and analysts projecting that Uruguay does not make it out of the group. Um, Ooh. I don't know. I don't think I agree with that, but yeah, I'm seeing it a lot more often, which makes me like sit back and think like Am I uh, an idiot? <laughs> like why why do I rate this Uruguay <laughs> team so highly when all these people who get paid to watch soccer and to talk about soccer are all saying, ah, shit team this year.
0: Yeah, Peter, you you had the moment that a lot of uh, the old generation have in 2022, just like a really quick am I out of touch? (laughs) Do I? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I thought that word was okay. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. No. You know. Uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have that moment, but then you're like, no, 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 like that can't be the case. And again, I'm from what we're saying so far, I completely agree with you. I, it's it's
1: a bold statement to make.
0: Absolutely.
1: I mean, this Ghana team is good, and this South Korea team has sun. <laughs> 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 no, like the both the teams are good. I, I'm not yeah. discounting the fact that it is the World Cup, and anything can happen in the World Cup. And, you know, so Magic, often we see, oh, so often we see these upsets happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not far-fetched to say that Uruguay would make it out, but just to see, like, a ton, a ton, a ton of analysts being like, yeah, booted. Ronnie's winning the group, Uruguay's coming in third. <laughs> yeah, was like crazy.
0: For th- yeah, for that to be a consistency is a little, like, alarming, to say the least
1: yeah what what have you said the most
0: wow that's yeah that makes sense too (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah if we if we want to get into the nitty-gritty let's let's rip the band-aid off that is trying to better uh familiarize ourselves with the south korean national team um yeah obviously we got to touch on uh the magic man himself my favorite adventure time character uh, not so favorite uh soccer player Sun <laughs> Son Young Min. <laughs> you don't like him? I I like him uh but as as an Everton fan despite it being an accident um the injury that he caused to Andre Gomes uh in a game he went in there was a slip Come up on. and uh
1: he's oof, a cute boy Andre he's Gomes. He's a cute boy. He's a I've good never seen man.
0: I've never seen a foot go forty five degrees, that quick
1: yeah. before. But I don't think anybody was more distraught about it than Son. him, yeah. to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> like he, but it's, yeah.
0: Now I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've I never
1: seen like, somebody. You know, like, uh, that was rot wild. He's yeah. a cute boy. Let's be honest. He's a very cute boy. Um, no, I know, and
0: I, I and I also cancel myself so likeable. out.
1: Likeable
0: yeah because i also love charlie adam who injured uh um uh, <laughs> gareth bale on two separate occasions one of which i saw in a friendly <laughs> at new york in a
1: friendly yeah, oh, no. <laughs> yeah i think it was a tottenham
0: liverpool friendly <laughs> oh no yeah it was a good one it was a good one actually no that wasn't new york we did see a tottenham friendly but that was tottenham red bull but i think i was
1: tottenham bread bowl
0: yeah the tottenham bread bowl (laughs) (laughs) it's an it's a it's a weird weird uh (laughs) special (laughs) at panera right now (laughs) it's the
1: tottenham bread bowl
0: yep the tottenham bread
1: bowl just chicken Um, and bread
0: but yeah i who's i don't know why i'm being so judgmental about this one one-time accident when i'm a huge fan of charlie adam for his (laughs) two-time gareth bale injury and yes one of them was a friendly it was in the united states but i was watching it on television uh and he just fucking went in took Bale out and everyone was like dude not again like how the hell um
1: did he fuck his wife or something
0: (laughs) yeah like he's (laughs) got vengeance (laughs) like i've never seen a scottish guy hate a welsh man so goddamn much um but yeah enough about players that aren't south korean um right. <laughs> yeah uh um again looking at this team not a whole lot of familiars um yeah
1: there's really three names that stand out right who's your third well he chan huang plays for wolves no, oh, yeah, very yeah. well for having um, one of the. Uh, let me see how can I put this nicely. <laughs> um, he's not a very good forward. Okay. In terms of production. Yeah. Um, I think he's been there for like almost fifty games and has maybe ten goals. Okay. Um. But then obviously the other one that I know you were thinking of was Min Jae Kim he plays for Napoli 26 years old he's showing a lot of promise as a defender um and then obviously my boy son nobody hates the guy (laughs) (laughs) nobody hates him no yeah which is like the biggest there's absolutely people who hate him oh yeah absolutely even when
0: I construct hate I have to deconstruct my own hate um looking uh, at the forwards besides Sun um, the what was it Huang He Joe? Um, his name being mostly familiar for the fact that over uh, the transfer window seeing Nottingham Forest sign over two uh, teams worth, like two starting elevens. Uh, they signed this guy from uh bordeaux seemed promising he was in the headlights a lot um for performances uh yeah. wikipedia then, says yeah. you know 94 appearances 29 goals fuck off <laughs> <laughs> but yeah exactly immediate fuck off uh signs for nottingham forest immediately goes to olympiacos playing with the lovely real madrid left back marcelo who i want to say in his first three games got a red card uh
1: (laughs) did i read somewhere that he's trying to cancel his contract with olympiacos by the way really
0: i think so yeah he's probably trying to go where ronaldo wants to go whoops Uh uh-oh uh-oh talking about non-south koreans my bad (laughs) uh we did it again i don't know why we keep doing this um so yeah forwards it would be really awesome to see hwangi joe um sounds like i'm getting the name wrong it feels like a character and nope um (laughs) but um to see him kind of perform to that level come back from alone and if nottingham forest stay up by the end of the season have a, a solid forward for the next i mean it's great to see um a team that people have not seen in the Premier League for a really long time. There's nothing I love more. Um, My family and I, like literally every year, we look at uh, Premier League teams, you know, we look at the teams that we support usually, and then we look at the championship and we go, ooh, who would we like to see come up every year? And it it, honestly, again, for someone who loves painting a story when watching games, it really does help because, um, you know, I still watch Brighton games, uh, i'll still watch a a blackpool game now that i have espn plus and i'm like oh championship hell yeah <laughs> and uh of, of course um you know my uh absolute in- asmr infatuation with uh, the lincoln city imps man oh man oh. um so there's nothing i would love more for um a player regardless of his performance so far in five games for olympiacos i mean the man's called up for a reason um and it'd be cool to see him perform. Um, but that's more of a personal hope for a player rather than uh the hope of a nation. Um of course forward wise, I it's gonna feel like this over reliance on Sun. But I'd like oh. to think that there's an <clears throat> under that there will be like some form where we see that uh, other teams can underestimate them, which be Yeah absolutely wonderful and we've seen it time and time again in the world cup um every world cup there's a massive surprise there's always a small smaller nation or unexpected nation that just out of nowhere you're like holy crap that was an amazing game i'm s- like you can't help but even as a neutral be like holy shit i actually watched that from start to finish
1: yeah maybe well i mean maybe i we went at... to the
0: bathroom once but that's neither here nor there
1: look at look at their last their last game their last world cup game they beat Germany 2-0 with two goals in added time. You know, mm. 90 plus 4, 90 plus 6. That's Beautiful. very exciting. They made sure that Germany finished bottom of the group. <laughs> like, how wild is that? Germany defending World Cup champions, you know, they have the curse, whatnot. But yeah. crazy, 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 crazy to think about. And they could absolutely do it again. Because of the fact that so many people are going to overlook this team.
0: Yeah, and um, you know they were given nails to put in, you know, the coffin of Germany. They were given the last nails. <sighs> so, <laughs> if you want someone to be the finisher uh, towards a, uh, you know, a powerful European nation in the World Cup, you know, um, they're definitive hitmen. So when yeah. it comes to those uh, strong names in a World Cup, then we, we we hope there's that kind of surprise, that spoiler in such a way although they were the last the last of the spoilers
1: yeah still a spoiler to say the least well i mean you want to talk about spoilers we can move straight on to ghana right just being american right think about you think back oh ghana 2010 they Mm -hmm. fucking knock us out and then who knocks them out during during the biggest cheating piece of shit uh, the the moment that made me hate Luis Suarez. Well, um, <laughs> let me let me tell you something. I gotta get something off my chest. Me yeah, and please one do. of my friends were having this out the other day. <laughs> everybody, uh, it seems right now, everybody has gone into the mindset of oh, growing up is understand is like realizing that Luis Suarez was right against Ghana and he did the right thing. And I keep saying to people, yeah, he 100% did the right thing to keep Uruguay in the tournament. That doesn't mean he's not a piece of shit for it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you you go there and you willingly break the rules to keep your team in, fine, that's fine, whatever. You're a fucking douchebag for doing that. But somebody has to shoulder that, and he said, you know what, I'll do it. Whatever. And then he proved he's a douchebag by, you know, being racist and biting people.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um and again that's thinking about that, that's like the that's like the extremist when we talk about how he said like, you know, a player that you want on your team but you understand that if he's not on your team, you gotta hate the guy. You know, like right. if you're rooting for the Uruguayan team, you're like, Holy crap, he put himself up for that like he you know it was like a sacrifice um a martyr and but to everyone else you're like oh you fucking dickhead like yeah you know you had to taint like that could have been that so absolutely understandable and again it's that extremist that's like literally taking the same argument love them hate them and just <laughs> the yep. massive what if and yet that that's was exactly what it is
1: yeah but yeah so we're gonna, we're talking about ghana now and somehow
0: <laughs> somehow talking Uruguay, <laughs> but it's because of the relationship in previous world right. cups that it makes sense
1: <laughs> right ghana had ghana's in there because they we did we talked about this last episode ghana's in there because they defeated nigeria another team that you know is typically a mainstay at the world cup mm-hmm. on aggregate um T- on away goals, sorry, not on aggregate. On away goals, after being tied on aggregate, and you know Nigeria is not a bad team. Nigeria mm. is like a team that I would say for what the past two World Cups, um, they were the the talking point of oh, if an African team is gonna if one of the African teams is gonna go far, it's gonna be Nigeria. It's gonna be Nigeria. Yeah. Mm and now you have them not in the world cup and Ghana is the one who took their place. Mm-hmm. They have great players. They have Andre Ayew, you know, they have these three converts in um Inaki Williams from Spain who I believe converted to be able to play for Ghana like in October. Yeah. which is recent. a whole talking point in and of itself where you know some <laughs> people some people don't believe he should be on the team because he wasn't there to qualify, and you know you're taking the spot away from one of those guys, which I get. But at the same time, if he is better, which I believe he is, like he deserves <laughs> the spot. You also have Tariq Lamptey, who switched over from England, yep. uh, 22 years old, great player, mm-hmm. and Dennis Odoy, who switched over from Belgium, who uh, you know last time he played an international game was 10 years ago uh for Belgium. So take that however you may. Yeah, um, actually
0: funny enough uh thinking about it, Lamptey and Adoy both uh right backs, so they're they just, you know, right. Coincidentally secured one position. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but still, it's like it's an upgrade. You got like, No, yeah, absolutely. If you're getting these guys switching over, this this all happened within 2022. So you're getting these three guys switching over to Ghanaian nationality for FIFA purposes. Is that going to be beneficial to the team? Is that going to cause some resentment that is not going to be talked about publicly, but you'll you'll kind of see it while they're playing. It's like, mm, something's wrong yeah. here. Um, or, you know, will it be this supercharge that they get where, like... Is Inaki Williams going to be fucking banging in goals for Ghana come, you know, whenever they play?
0: Yeah, and you know what that... Honestly, the funny thing is, uh, it presents a question in itself. um, Like, has there ever been a successful player who was a recent convert before a World Cup? Because... Obviously this isn't the first time that people have switched nationalities, um, for sports representation, but again, being that, um, my development (laughs) in knowledge of the game now I'm like, you know what? I don't remember the last time I ever was, was getting those updates. I feel like the updates of players switching their nationalities, especially leading up to this world cup, it's, it's more noticeable. Um, it would be awesome to see him light it up. And yeah, the controversy makes sense. I mean, he plays for uh, a, a team that specifically fields players from a region in Spain. So it's interesting to see that, you know, although he meets that criteria, he is switching to, uh, you know, an African national team. And yeah, the, you know, the other side of it too, filling in that position of someone that earned it, um someone who paved the way for them to get there um yeah it's and my in in conjuring you know our, our three topics for this episode uh, <laughs> wanting i i felt so strongly about this the the tale of two different kinds of brothers um so mouthy so i get it um but inaki you know switching to ghana meanwhile his brother still representing uh spain and actually playing for them i i mean i don't remember inaki starting for the spanish national team or on the bench for a world cup i'm not i'm not too familiar um but i would assume that that's what leads to him being able to play for ghana um so we see these brothers split in national teams but you know uh some magic, uh, having them play one another, which would be cool, but uh-huh. obviously not the most realistic. I, I, I didn't look at the bracket to map it out, but, <laughs> um, and then you have the IU brothers who it's, it's so funny to think of them, um, having played with one another, right? Yeah. Swansea or Crystal Palace, you know, like i always find it very interesting when brothers play together i mean um thinking about i guess for usa like the aarons and brothers before uh eventually parting ways and uh getting to germany and you know ending up in leeds but that was more of a development within one's own nation and the iu brothers not knowing exactly where the two started in particular but both ending up in england playing with one another i i always find that interesting and uh it's nice to see, for some reason, you know, just, like, out of nowhere, you're like, man, love family. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, so I did a little little bit of really quick research, right? Mm-hmm. Two players um, jumped out at me for switching nationality in the year of a World Cup. And then, okay. you know, playing in that World Cup. The first being Diego Costa oh, in 2014 switched yeah. from brazil to spain and he now granted i understand there's more to a (laughs) forward job than goal scoring but he did not score in the world cup you know he was such a he was touted as going oh he's gonna be such a big part of this squad he's gonna you know be fantastic um for all of this and then he just didn't show up yeah um and then you have uh Pascal, hope I say this right. Uh, Chimbanda, okay. Pascal Chimbanda, who was fra- who switched to France, and made the 20- thousand and six World Cup squad, where they were runners up. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was a substitute uh, for a friendly match warming up to it. He didn't play in the actual tournament itself. Now, that's not really going to be as impactful as, I think, Inaki Williams and um, Lamptey are going to be. I think they're probably going to play every game. But this is really kind of unprecedented where you're seeing something like this. Especially three players all doing it in the same year.
0: Yeah, no, that's true um i I will say i am <laughs> I'm absolutely floored uh with this uh Pascal Chimbanda. Mm-hmm. you went from Guadalupe yep. switching to France and able to slot into a world cup team <laughs> <laughs> You always hear of of players switching nationalities nowadays because they can't get into the team you know and hearing <laughs> him having initially played for Guadalupe <laughs> yep. That's yep absolutely Insane. wild absolutely wild and clearly um a point for the experience and uh the level of play he was at that's um, that was what i was hoping to hear when saying there's gotta there's gotta be other converts there's gotta be some sort of success or some sort of story there so i again this is where i love the peter the peter research way too quick <laughs> quick hands man quick hands
1: <laughs> oh, but but yeah, it's going to be Wild to see how this plays out
0: Yeah, and um, What was it? Um, I, I know we were saying even before recording That defense The the link that we have for the squads Those four names right there Fill uh, a starting four of players that all either currently or have had um, Premier League experience: Tariq Lamptey with Brighton, Salisu with Southampton, Amarti with Leicester, and um, Abdul Rahman. I'm pretty sure with Chelsea, but obviously not given a lot of opportunities. I want to say like cup games and then a lot of loans. Um, but I still count it. And then even Adoy again. We mentioned you know late convert um you know over 30 but having played i want to say at fulham um and you can't help but say hey you know the premier league experience helps um it gives some yeah. sort of confidence to the to the back end of this team and um again thomas party in the midfield
1: having uh, a hell of a season
0: Hell of a season absolutely and then again not just him but also muhammad kudus uh for Ajax. um i believe right before the season started uh of course the lovely rumors uh to everton of a player that they cannot attain um he was unhappy with his play time and then this season lights out like yeah somehow attacking mm-hmm. midfielder like somehow false nine kind of situation and just scoring i want to i want to say one of his first games for the season he scored a brace and everyone was like up oh, yeah and immediately i was like oh that's yeah that's why we didn't get him because he's actually good <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's actually this guy's talented. he can't knows. have any
1: of that can't have that aside. oh
0: god can't yeah can't can't give us hope there
1: yeah but can't happen this team could definitely do something good, especially against a what the pundits are calling a shitty Uruguay team. Not me. Pundits are saying that. Mm. I love but your Let's go transition. straight into it. Let's go straight <laughs> into the Uruguay yeah, rock and cocks, right?
0: Let, let's kick right off.
1: Kick right off. Uruguay rock and cocks. Martin Caceres. L.A. Galaxy. When did that happen? Don't know. I was just watching a game one day and saw him. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, know, I know this guy."
0: How'd you get there?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're just yeah. like, all right. Why didn't I hear about this one? I, I, I like Casares. Um, yeah. You also have Facundo to Torres. Know. As long as we're talking about MLS, Facundo yeah. Torres also is playing for Uruguay this year in the World Cup. Well, he might not play, but he's on the team. He's got a jersey. Uh, <laughs> the real, the real talk, as we mentioned before, was this whole transition from uh, Suarez and Cavani to Nunez and Valverde, right? Mm -hmm. Nunez, I think, is going to be a very big talking point, obviously, because he had his first game for Liverpool, great start, uh, and then he showed that he doesn't like being fucked with, so... You gotta think, whoever is man-marking Nunez in that first game, you like pulling at the shirt, just pushing him a little too much, just like trying to draw that red card because he's already shown he has. He's touchy, you know. Yeah. Um. So we'll. I think that's going to be a huge storyline. He there, There's going to be a lot of eyes on him in that first game, for that reason alone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Because when you mention the little temper flares that he produces i think of um how we've mentioned uh, the danish team but uh the defense anderson i believe liverpool crystal palace anderson got right under him yeah pissed him right off and i think he was sent off and it was like it was almost like perfect performance for a defender that knows how to play the game like anderson put a perfect display not just you know blocking taking care of business but somehow just getting absolutely under the skin of a new player who's had you know great performances at you know um, Benfica Uh, again a top Portuguese team playing European competition as well and somehow you know now you're going to you know the south coast of England and having a tough time against this Danish guy and immediately the questions fly Right. The, you know, especially being a a player for Liverpool, there's always high expectation. Um, The. You know what? Now I got to check in Darwin Nunes's uh, goal record at um, Benfica. But
1: I mean, it's also I think it's important to say. um, The red card did happen. Very early in the season, and we haven't seen it since. Oh, yeah, no. But no, the fact but of the I'm... matter is, it's still there. Yes. You know? And, uh, you got, and if you're in the World Cup, especially if you're an underdog like South Korea or Ghana coming up against this Uruguay team, yeah, you gotta test You gotta fuck with him a little bit just to oh. see if you can get that reaction out of him again.
0: Yes, absolutely. You know? because, because the thing is, it's despite, you know uh english media they will hang on every negative i mean um, you still get every now and then the whole rooney slept with a grandma prostitute every now and then <laughs> and you're like man that was so long ago why is this still popping up for me uh i didn't google this <laughs> why does, but, uh, this is my home page yeah like what the hell um but again when you get the idea of experiences of a striker who gets hot-headed And then all of a sudden he is an iroguian striker uh in a world cup um it again adds to what we said at the beginning of the episode the the changing of the guard and how we mentioned you know luis suarez uh love him or hate him you know uh he's gonna be the the shithead that will swat at a goal and here we have darwin nunez you know, his first few games at Liverpool, bumping heads, willing to get a red card because something bothers him. Um, and despite that being a while back, seeing how that can uh, develop, yeah. If I was another team, i want to see, can I get under this guy's skin? Can I affect the game? Uh, can I give us a man up? Um, and somehow we're only talking about the forwards, really. Um, and obviously why not i mean suarez and cavani being familiar names since uh the 2010 world cup uh, and maximiliano gomez being a film familiar name in the transfer window consistently as a forward that you know everybody wants I i know before we recorded uh, your uh, distaste for uh, Betancourt, but his—he's been—that's a
1: very personal thing. That's not, <laughs> yeah, that's not necessarily me thinking that he's a bad player. You're like, like, you're like, why would you
0: bring this up? There's a reason I mentioned it when we weren't recording.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there. I just, I don't like. He, I understand he's in form right now. I don't yeah. like the way he plays. Typically, and that's, he yeah. he makes sometimes he makes the dumbest errors of all time, and they're game-changing errors. It seems as though he's starting to grow out of it. He's still 25 years old. He has a ton of time to grow out of these um, habits, but it always seems, every time I've watched this fucking guy play, (laughs) he's always made, like, a back pass to a goalie where it's just a little too weak, and the forward has the pace of God. And just comes in, nicks it off, and slots it home because of that. Like that—that's not like a specific example, but it's always something like that, where I've seen him play every single time. So he does something like that. Yeah, but that's besides the point. (laughs) Um, oh wow, Ronald Arajo made the team. I thought that he was going to be injured for the World Cup. Good for him. Yeah, well, I mean, and then obviously Diego Godín. Never going to not be on the team.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard not to think about a team without him. For Irma. without him
1: and Muslera, yeah, yeah, they they um, both. Been, Muslera's been at Galatasaray since it was founded, and like, <laughs> yeah, for real, he's been there forever. So
0: yeah, and, and he's um, been on
1: the the national team even longer.
0: Yeah, yeah, again another presence in... in since my uh, love for the game began again 2010 he's been yeah. for Uruguay. um yeah just to touch on that midfield again besides you know uh the resurgence of benton you know valverde uh again a very committed midfield player i still think about the uh, madrid derby and him putting in that slide tackle towards the end of the game just to make sure a goal doesn't happen um Vecino, I, is it a Vecino?
1: I fucking don't I know.
0: But, um, you know, was a solid, solid defensive midfielder with uh, Inter. I don't know. If, uh, I'm sure he's moved on. Yeah, he's at Lazio now. Yeah, there we go. But still staying in uh, the top Italian league and then uh, Torreira as well. And, you know, he had a blip at Arsenal. Um that kind of derailed him a bit but still a solid defensive midfielder and yeah godine again always a consistent presence Jimenez, um younger irvine like really i always think about it as that's like the perfect like um <laughs> jedi master padawan <sighs> you know like i feel like that's like godine and him like together that's like again you know what a changing of the guard similar with the forwards because now it's Godin. Jimenez and then Arojo. Oro- um, that kind of you know aging progression, um, but also I feel rude to neglect Caceres because uh, he's been around for so long, just somehow yeah. bumping around teams and still making it. Um, not that I think you know he's he should be rated low, but you know the teams are like ah, we don't really need him, and then he ends up at another team, plays, and then they're like we don't really need him you know he he's he's never a necessity but he's always been you know solid i've never seen him put in a bad performance really
1: he could play everywhere on the back line like yeah he's a good guy for like at the end of the game hey we just need someone to put in a 15 minute shift at his age that's all that they need from him
0: but i but i will say if you if you um somehow turned a picture of him into a cartoon. He would look like a, a one-piece villain for me. I don't know. You know Some-
1: who he always looked like to me? He always looked like Mauro Camoranesi to me. Very similar. He's a World Cup winner with Italy in 2006. Argentinian who switched nationalities to Italy. I see it. Yeah, I see what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. It might just be the hair. It's Yeah, it's mostly the hair. Not, yeah. not many top buns, but apparently this is a, a top bun World <laughs> Cup. So, very interesting. Um, but he's had it for a
1: while. <laughs> it, it could be the hair. It could be the fact they both played for Juventus for like a long stretch of time. Who's not a long say? stretch of time, but like they both played for Juventus for at least the parts of their careers that I know them for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And if I think about... Yeah. This Uruguay know. team is good, dude. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck these people are talking He's about. He's like, we can't leave on a bad note about these guys. This, this Uruguay team is good. I don't know why, why people are projecting them to not make it out of the group.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm
1: Darwin Núñez sure. is going to score 16 goals in the group alone. And they're still going to finish second place. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is the smooth transition that i i I like that is that is the kind of stuff i really appreciate peter
1: thank you thank you thank you thank you i do it for you (laughs)
0: um so yeah that smooth transition that there's obviously one more team to talk about and that is portugal um lovely lovely portugal um goalkeepers um it's funny looking at the the link that we had for the squads. It it feels almost um, in the opposite transition of how I would see the goalkeeper start. I would assume Patricio would start. I would s- assume uh, Jose Sa would be the backup, and then Di- Diogo Costa being the third string. Um, but also, I don't know necessarily the uh, performances of these three. Yeah. You know, um Rui Patricio starts for Roma, uh Diogo Costa for Porto and Jose sa for Wolves. Uh you know, my assumption would be uh it has to be startings between Costa and Patricio with Sa ha- having to be
1: uh you know the backup guy. Um Yeah. I mean but, Costa's twenty three. So yeah, you could definitely see young. the he's young. I'm not as super familiar with his work. I I exactly. can only say Rui, Rui Patricio has been the goalie for Portugal Forever. for years and years, you know, similar to Muslera. Yeah. Um. I can only assume that he's playing. I think the biggest thing for me on this team, um, obviously besides like how's Cristiano Ronaldo gonna <laughs> play, is like uh, Jota not being fit for the World Cup. Like that's a massive part of your team that you're missing yeah no exactly I,
0: I love how you just so smoothly went Richie out
1: of all the things to pick
0: yeah why the fuck are we talking about goalies let's be honest goalies? I was trying to tippy toe you know I, I need to make sure the temperature's right in the pool um
1: yeah, I don't know I'm why we're doing this now. It's like the last <laughs> two episodes we're going okay, let's say every single player's name on these teams. Every yeah, episode before this it's just been the highlights. <laughs> and now it's just here we go. Here we go. Octavio get, in midfield. Let's go. Gonzalo Ramos. <laughs> you know, like yeah, from I the agree. bottom up. But um the team is really really good. You want to go we, we do have about stories the goalies. to talk. After this Defenders um, Jao Cancelo Fucking phenomenal player Yeah Phenomenal absolutely. Great He CD. is Incredible And his so And like he, He's playing on this team With Ruben Diaz Who are You know They know each other well So you already have that Backline chemistry Going on From Manchester yeah. City I, I,
0: I would say Very much Kind of They're trying to Emulate that Of you know an Anthony Robinson And Tim Rehm you know, it's, it's close. It's close.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're trying. And it's it the dollar sense. store, Anthony Robinson and Tim Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then, you, <laughs> like, you also see, like, from Manchester United, well, and formerly Manchester United, mm. but you got, like, that straight line of Diogo Delo. Delo or Delo? Do you pronounce the T or not?
0: I, I'm not Portuguese. Well, but I would say Dallo. I I think it's Dallo. I think No T.
1: Diego Dallo, to Bruno Fernandez, to Cristiano Ronaldo. Right, you have that nice line of chemistry from Manchester United and slash formerly Manchester United. Um, This team, on paper, should be going through at the top of this group. We talked about it ad nauseum. (laughs) <laughs> about the magic of the World Cup, right? Yeah. It's Ronaldo's last World Cup. He, there's no way he's not getting through the group. This man is going to put every ounce of his being into every game. He's going to do crazy. All his teammates, assuming they like him, will work <laughs> hard for him. Yes. You know, like there's there's obviously reports coming out about how oh, the team doesn't isn't really reacting to him they're not really reacting to him favorably. That could just be media spin. We have no idea. There's also been reports coming out like, oh, they're just joking around with all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, beyond cool. beyond like him, you have great players on this team. Bernardo Silva, Zhao Felix, Rafael Leao, Ruben Neves, who I think is criminally underrated. Um this team has a fuck-ton of attacking power. And you even look past... you, And that's what you're going to be focused on, right? All this attacking power that this team has. And then it's like, oh, but their defense is actually kind of strong too. Oh, and they also have like a very good goalie. <laughs> and they have a good midfield. Oh, this team might actually be better than people are giving it credit for. And it's not just everybody's going to put in a shift for Ronaldo's last World Cup. Maybe it's just... This team is legitimately good, no qualifiers needed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, I can only agree with you. And looking at the team, like especially that defense, again, when you see names like Cancelo and Ruben Diaz, um, you know, that's your your right back center back easily filled in rafael guerrero amazing at dortmund imme- immediately fills into left back but then dallo and mendez dallo you know having that amazing rise with Man united Nuno mendez exploding on the scene with psg you have the guys to back them up that are performing phenomenally at top european clubs despite being very young um who did who did you say
1: uh you rate highly though? no one does it's not that nobody does i said he's underrated underrated, under yeah yeah
0: yeah ruben nevis um yeah i mean i still remember when wolves came up to the premier league and i'm pretty sure for some reason there's just a a long streak of everton's first game always being against a promoted team Mm -hmm. and it ends in a draw where Everton comes from behind, and Ruben Neves just outside the box goal, and I was like, this is this is what this is what the report said he does, and uh, <laughs> literally and he did first, it. Spoiler first alert, game in he the did Premier it. League, I was like, oh man, that, that is the most accurate report I've ever read. <laughs> I was like, you never just read something and go, okay, that's the kind of player, and then you see it and you go, fucking
1: goddamn, God, he did it. He so, said. They said he was gonna do it, and he did it.
0: So yeah, definitely underrated. You know, he he can put it. He can put in the work. Uh, Palina from Fulham. I mean, he's Fulham have done uh, phenomenally well. Uh, they don't look like the yo-yo club that they've always looked like, and yeah. I think he's a main component for that. Um, solid defensive midfielder, where I feel like we recognize the portuguese midfield more for their offensive creativity because yeah. again we're looking at you know bruno fernandes uh bernardo silva um so that defensive midfield you know the um, infinitely underrated position because if you're not in the top you know two or three in that position you're unrecognized and he's one of those in my opinion um and i want to say because we just talked about converts. I want to say Otavio Montero was Brazilian, but then switched to Portugal.
1: 2021. So it doesn't count. uh, Well, yeah. (laughs) Still a recent convert, in my opinion. (laughs) It definitely is. Yeah, because,
0: I mean, I've always, again, just from the few games that I've seen or, from playing FIFA, he's always been recognized as a Brazilian, but yet been playing for Porto since 2014. So it's like not a surprise that you've been here for so long. You're like, yeah, I'm probably Portuguese. Yeah. Um And a good uh, player that I would say is more recognized for playing out wide, but here he is slotted in for a midfield role, but I would assume attacking creativity. And yet we see in the forwards, you know the infamous Cristiano Ronaldo, and uh, I, I gotta say, uh, it's it's hard not to think about that interview. I've I haven't sat down to watch it in its entirety. I gotta say that's that's honestly on my list of things to watch this weekend, um, because I'm just so curious. I really wanna. I don't know. Have, have you have you
1: watched all of it? No, I haven't watched any of it because <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care about it at all, like <laughs> fair enough all I care about is the facts, and the facts are he's no longer at United for whatever reason he's been the facts are he's been trying to force himself out of United, and he did it that's it you know like Man he knew he knew what he was doing at the time he i don't believe that he meant anything. Bad. He just said what he needed to say to get the contract terminated. Yeah. That's all. But going back to converts, real quick. <laughs> who who on this team is the is the biggest one? I don't even know if you could call him a convert, but like Pepe, born and raised in Brazil. Well, yeah. Born and raised in Brazil. Thirty nine years old. Them Brazilian defenders, man. They last.
0: They last. They last so long.
1: Mm. They really do. But he's Portuguese. Portuguese. And, yeah, um,
0: I mean, it's cool to see players like Andre Silva. I almost said Shilvers. Um, (laughs) Andre Silver. Andre – Andrew Silvers. Um, (laughs) You know, see him um, still performing – uh was he's in germany right now right i think he's at frankfurt as well that that team sure. somehow has been recovering careers of others like i think yeah like mario goats as well um rafael leao having an explosive time at ac milan like there's there's a lot of uh a lot of gems in this squad and again you know on paper looking at this group you can't help but think yeah portugal should be in that top slot.
1: Yeah. Mm. And like, I mean, with that, do you want to go straight into your rankings of the group? What you got coming out? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I have an idea. I have a feeling we're going to agree. Ooh, Let's see. Let's see. So in my head, Portugal on top,
1: Portugal on top.
0: It's hard to see Cristiano Ronaldo not making it past the group, but if it does happen, media will explode, Twitter yeah that
1: will be the nail in the coffin that is Twitter. Um and I mean it will it should be said when it comes to his national team, he's very unselfish. He's been yeah, out there yeah. and been like, Hey, listen, if I don't belong out here, I want what's best for Portugal. Yeah. So I,
0: I, I think of that. Actually, that reminds me of that video of of him. Like,
1: what was it he coaching he, Portugal in the Euro final? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, he had. You know, it's, it's he got injured and he was like, "I need." He's like, "Can't do this anymore. I need yeah. to get." Who came on? Was it did Eder come on, and, and then yeah, score that winning so goal, done, or yeah. was that Renato Sanchez? I don't know. I'm not confident, but.
0: Either way, Looking like, I know the video of of him coaching and on the sidelines and just so happy, you know. It's 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 charisma not came the... on. Really?
1: Yeah, I thought charisma started in that Euro, but I guess not. Yeah, I guess not. But no, um Renato Sanchez came off for Eder, and Eder ended up scoring the game-winning goal. Ah, uh, that's what it was. So yeah, Eder
0: was a sub, just not for him. Yeah, yeah, but um yeah i can't see the story ending in just a group stage crash um i'd like to think they'd at least get out of that um you know eventually pair up with a top european nation go toe to toe and then you know that be that um but i could see them being top of this now when we get into the other three want to pick Uruguay
1: so do it yeah I I pick them yeah me too again surprise I spent the whole episode talking about how I think Uruguay is going through (laughs) and then the only other spot that goes through I picked Uruguay for Peter, I think you're getting tired of this
0: podcast. I feel like you're so annoyed <laughs> with this episode. You're like, oh, we've been talking like this, and now you're like, yeah, no shit, I've been talking like this forever. <laughs> is this the end of us? <laughs> this is the end. This is actually only, the last episode. We can we only do eight. Recording. We, we can only even, do eight. We can't hit double digits.
1: <laughs> we can't finish. We can't finish the ninth episode. That's what it is. That's that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, <goddamn. laughs> Yeah, yeah. but it's just,
0: you know, looking at the team, it has such successful youth, um, regardless of Rojo's injury and how much that might take him out. But, you know, you still have um, Jimenez, you still have Valverde, you have Bentancourt, um, Torreira, you know, all in their mid to early 20s. Uh, Darwin Nunes, again, that changing of the guard, and yet the older guard still being... Um, challenging top tier talent um, right in comparison to south korea and ghana despite you know recent converts um as we said you know the negativity 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 Ooh, just the negi negativity tibby <laughs> um just that the negative of being a late addition right we've, yeah we've seen You know the reports of how much time the united states will get to practice before game one and now you have guys that just recently switched nationalities so then it's like what was their relationship with these players prior to you know because i again as an outsider my assumption is if you're playing for the same nationality there is that somewhat connection Mm -hmm. you know there might be who who knows how group chats and players connect um but my assumption is that you know they're recently joining this squad um there's the familiarity in league but um maybe not the familiarity in the style of the national team um you know how these players have played prior to these additions and now how they have to switch it up we'll see um but that's where i would put Ghana third and then south yep, korea because again as we as we started the episode i you know it's kind of hard to put a finger on korea it it's it, it's a double-edged sword not knowing them you you know you go into the idea that they don't represent um you know soccer across the world they haven't spread their name out and um outside of you know sun Huang we joe and a few others um but the other side Not knowing how they might play, how might they stack up? Um, But that that doesn't give me enough confidence to give them the opportunity to leapfrog over any of the other teams in this group. Um, Right, which makes me say, yeah, Group H stands for having a hard time, Korea.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I agree (laughs) with you on everything. (laughs) Portugal, I think, wins the group. They have an immense amount of talent that I don't think is going to get beaten than Uruguay, because while they are in this like semi transition phase, it's probably going to be the smoothest transitional phase that we've ever seen a national team have. Mm -hmm. And then after that, like, you know, like we've been saying third and fourth is who kind of, who cares about where they get put, (laughs) Um, but this Ghana team is more talented than this South Korea team, in my opinion, where, you know, I could be completely wrong, but like this South Korea team is probably going to have an over-reliance on Sun. And when you have an over-reliance on one player, it's easy to defend against. Yeah. Um, that being said, we've said before that every team here is an above-average national team. So, well, yeah. almost every team. Um. So who knows? They could be doing a lot better than we expect mm-hmm. but I guess we'll we'll find out on the 24th right yeah I'll see but
0: yeah oy oy indeed well that being said it's late enough <laughs> the girlfriend's asleep I could start working on my sexy Professor X cosplay for the next New York Comic Con
1: all right i just want to say real quick before we wrap this up wrap up all the groups richie yes i love you and i'm Uh very excited to be doing this with you and covering this whole thing being able to recap every once in a while your screen is completely black i can't see you at all (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 late (laughs) (laughs) the light will
0: disturb most
1: (laughs) yeah i i believe it but yeah Smell you later. Uh.